for all weirdos. Weird science is the revolution. Weird science is the revolution. Weird science is the revolution. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the Weird Science Manga and Anime Podcast, where this is the beginning, the start of the Jujutsu Kaisen Manga Reading Club. I am here with my man, Luke Hollywood. What up, Luke? What up, Jim? What up? And we end up going into something that me and you both really enjoyed. Jujutsu Kaisen, one of the big books out there, one of the big animes as well, and a really good way to get people to get involved and try to go from it. and. With that, the first chapter, it's good. I, I really do like it. It may have a little bit of things that might be confusing as something of a first manga that you would read. There's some oh, yeah. progressions that we talked about and even in the beginning. But I think that what it ends up doing then is if you go through it, you kind of get that out of your system and kind of realize how some other things flow. But we'll get into that in a second before we do. Go over to the uh, Twitters at Weird Manga. Follow us. We'll follow you back and then go to our Patreon, patreon.com slash Weird Science Manga, where we have Manga Monday shows in advance and also these Reading Club episodes in advance. You can go over and get a couple of them ahead of time, get everything going, have some fun, mm-hmm. some talk. The more people we get over there, we're going to start having polls and even Work possibly bringing back a picks of the week show, not a mm. weekly review show, but maybe a picks of the week that's just over there on the Patreon. But we'll get into this right now. And Luke, you give the start. What is this? Indeed, this is the Jujutsu Kaisen by Gege Ahutabi. I think that's how you pronounce the name. And it is chapter one, kicking things off with Ryoben Sekudas. Here we go. And when you go into this, you get a cold open. Very you end up cold. Getting a color page. Freezing. This is one of the things you actually said before we started that this might be the worst cold open of things that we're dealing with. We like this chapter. Like we we at this stage, me and you've read this a couple of times, but it is like we say, okay, this is a good jumping on point, but this is not an easy read. Like you, this is the one where with my hero and the other ones that we've done, you're pretty good, Demon Slayer. You're pretty good. You know what's going on after one read through. Chainsaw Man, things like Chainsaw that. Chainsaw Man, yeah. you figure things out. This one, I think you need to read this a couple of times to figure yeah, out what's I'll, going I'll on. I'll give people a deal. And, and again, we'll mention that the first chapter, you can go and get it free at a bunch free. of places that are legit. You can go to Manga Plus. We'll have everything in the show notes. Mm-hmm. But Manga Plus, you can actually get the Shonen Jump app. And get that also the Viz online. A lot of places that you can get the first couple chapters for free. So you mm-hmm. go and read this. And with that, like you said, it's a weird start because a lot of people are going to come into this with the idea of what they think Jujutsu Kaisen's about. You probably have seen some things online and whatnot. And it does start out a little more lighthearted, a little more jokey. It's Lucy Goosey. You would think. But even then, we have that color page, that start page. Where you are introduced, kind of out of nowhere, Fushiguru, who will come up later. Not our main character, one of them later, but not Mm -hmm. the main, main character of this first chapter. So when you go, he is searching for a relic, a cursed relic, and he's trying to find it. It seems to be at the school. They mention that. 
but it usually should be in this outdoor thermometer box. Is this a thing like in I've never, I've never seen heard this. of anything like this? Is this a thing outside of Japan? I think that the translation might be a little off. I think this 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 might be one of those things where they have like a a little weather station oh. deal where you would go out and you know take oh how much rain how much that that's mm. all I can get because I've never heard of anything like that. It's not the pickle hot box or anything. No, it ain't. Oh my goodness, but. He ends up, because he's tracking, you know, this cursed deal, this aura and stuff and the energy coming off. And he goes to where it would have been, and he opens up a box that's not there. Again, when you first jump into this, it's a little confusing. Now, with that, where he's doing this, it does seem like it does kind of come into play. This takes multiple readings, whatnot. But you do end up maybe getting that idea of residual energy, Mm -hmm. because that happens later as well, as you have. Fushiguru's trying to get this object. But again, we're just going into this. You don't know anything about it. So then after a pretty cool, you know, credits deal, a full page, you get into the main deal and you are introduced to what would be our main character, Itadori, Yuji Itadori. And he's there in a club. It's the occult club, which makes me laugh. (laughs) You know, it, it is funny. And he's there with Sasaki, a girl that's in the club, and a Gucci. This kind of big guy in there And I like their interactions These three gems Yeah they are gems And you kind of get this interaction And feels for this that you like it But don't get used to it They're not long for this deal And I'm just saying the idea that this kind of gets pushed aside But it starts very jokey And the big deal And I think that what they're playing with is You get that ominous beginning Even though mm. we don't know what the heck's going on When you first read it But then you go to the lighthearted stuff Where it isn't a cult club But they're kind of using the Ouija board Hey, uh, the the class president You know, the student council Oh, is he a jerk? Like, they're doing these things Where they're just having fun and What animal is, you know, stronger than him? And a fish comes in A fish, <laughs> ah, they start laughing As this guy comes storming in And this is a big thing, too, that we've talked about multiple times on all the different shows or whatnot. You have to get that idea. Clubs are huge in Japan. It's big one time. of those things that a lot of the schools demand that you have to be in at least a club. And everybody wants to be in one. And they have, I mean, there's a lot of anime and manga where you have people like, they want to get in that big club, but then they can't. And they have to. So it's it's a fun thing. And it's not just like sports clubs. They got all types. They got occult research clubs, yeah, too. Yeah, an occult research club. Now, everybody in the school must think, especially, you know, this class representative, this president, he thinks it's sus. So he mm-hmm. comes in and says, you're done. He is also behind the scenes trying to make it so that it, they can't do it because you need three people in it. If you don't have that, they have three. He went and changed the application for editori to make him say that he's on the track team instead, the club. Because he's like, I didn't sign up for that. And he's like, yeah, I kind of changed it. And so he has to be on the track team, which he doesn't want to be. And then the occult club goes down. Now, as we go forward with this, the kind of fun play is, is that Editori doesn't really care that much about the occult. It's no. not really his thing. These other two, Sasaki and Aguchi, they were really into it and they get scared. <laughs> and it's so funny that they're they're the ones, but they get scared of anything, so they needed a Tory to go. They bring him along. He just needs it because unfortunately his grandfather's sick and he needs something that he can kind of leave when he wants to, and he's able to leave this occult club. They even say he's kind of like the shadow member. He can come and go as he pleases, but he can leave 
to get to the hospital at visiting hours, and that's why he goes with this. So it's not going to work if he's on the track team. Track and field. So with that, though, you end up sus class president. He starts yelling that this is nonsense anyway. You're not doing anything. It doesn't make sense. It's not real. But then they start to present a little bit of the research. They've been right? doing the research. And they say that the rugby field, it's 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 haunted. haunted. There's something. There's a curse. Everybody got sick on the rugby team, and they're pretty tough guys, right? And they ended up researching and found out that a guy died in the construction, disappeared at least. Hey, he owed money. I'm telling you, it seems like how they're playing it. This guy just got shot and thrown in a lake or something. <laughs> this is like, like some Yakuza business. You end up where they think this is the research. The guy's like, no, 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 it was proven. They, they got sick because they all got bitten by ticks. They got Lyme disease. So that's what that is. And they're like, no, you can say that, but we did our research. But the big thing is that the the club is in big trouble because at that point, he even says, you got to get out of here. The girls, they're going to come in and change in here. <laughs> they're using it as like a changing, changing room, room now. Yeah, so he has to get out. Now, with all of that, this all sets up somehow to have sus coach of the track team. Like you nowhere. said, he's changing things up too. Coach Takagi. Who says, listen, if you really want to make a contest of this, we'll have a track and field contest. If you win, you could do what you want. But if you lose, you have to be on the track team, which is kind of a weird play because you would think that the coach. Now, the coach thinks that he's an adult. He's going to win anyway. But you would want to possibly think that if he wins, then you really want him on the track team. But we'll get to that. In the meantime, you do end up as you're kind of getting a little introduction to Fushiguro who's coming in but it's like so subtle it's very like very yeah very subtle and he's wearing a different outfit than he was at the start so if you don't rec- like the hair is pretty yeah significant like you can recognize the hair and the hair is over his eyes but if you don't know like it's very and then you see uh, another dude hanging out on the rugby Fields, uh, which is very odd, a big monster-looking lad. So it's a, like again, very much going for the mystery angle. You don't know what's going on with this guy. Yeah, it's weird, and that's where we do see that there is like a giant monster on the rugby goalpost, Uh-oh. but obviously it can't be seen. So that's intriguing too. The idea mm-hmm. of mystery. curses, the idea of things, and this cursed object that we it was mentioned at the beginning, but that's coming up more and more. As well, but yeah, there's something going on here, and then you do end up seeing, you know, Fushiguro, who has his phone, he looks at the object that's in a box. You don't see exactly what it is, but it's a special grade object. This is even a little more, you know, important. It's a big mm-hmm. thing, it has a lot of power. So you have this idea of kind of jokiness club, a cult club, join the crazy, you know, field track and field team and whatnot. But while this is going on, Kushiguro is like that mysterious guy who's walking through and trying to do the investigation to get this. And it well, is it even kind of like it rings home then that like, we were all joking about the rugby field being haunted. It actually is. You know, that's the that's the thing. The funny thing about it is, is I don't think for a second that anybody in the occult club thinks that what they're saying is real. <laughs> they just like to sit around. And yell about stuff and laugh it's and have fun. It's all a game to them, but it's real. It's a real problem. And they try to scare each other, and you see as it goes on. But yeah, I think that they also, in my mind, I wish we got more of them. You know, I'm saying Aguchi uh, and Sasaki, even gems. with Itatori, because they are gems. And I just get the idea that they don't really fit in 
So this is their club. They're probably lifelong friends. All these things Aww. going on. And then at Adori, they needed somebody to get that third person. Well, he's a nice guy too. That's that. We'll, we'll we'll learn about that later. But like, he's the sticky glue that holds them together. It, it is. And I'll even tell you right now. Like even the coach that we said, oh, sus coach did it. Nobody comes off as really bad. There's no really bad guy here. No, yeah. there there isn't like the idea where if you go into this, you're thinking evil and you're thinking demons and stuff and we did see that curse you know we did see that thing but the people themselves nothing feels nefarious no it's very low stakes compared to what's actually it's going just on kind of like school shenanigans that we like Indeed. so even this i mean this kind of plays out again like a gag type deal where you know muscly coach he's gonna go and do a shot put contest Against Itadori And I think this plays out well Because he ends up throwing the shot put first And then ends up going 14 meters I, You know, I don't know That devil's hand meters stuff <laughs> The metric system to me is the work of the devil It Crazy. is And so, but it everybody's like, oh my god And everybody's watching, it's like a big thing They're all hanging out Oh man, coach, you still got it Like They're all excited about it So then you get Itadori who shows up here And says, okay, well, I don't really know how to do this shot put Really showing you that he's not really involved in this stuff. He has no concern or really love of this track and field stuff. No. But we do find out as the talk goes and things like that, he is like the best athlete. And they, they even call him the Tiger of West Junior High. And he is like a natural athlete. That's why they want him on the team. But he's not really a guy who seems to do, he doesn't know how to throw the shot put. He says, can I just wing it? Could I just throw it? Do I have to do it anyway? Well, he yeah. certainly throws it. Yeah, he goes, do it as you want. And he pretty much throws it like a baseball. And he, he throws it, it. You know, it would have just kept going. Probably would have just hit the school. It ends up hitting the soccer goalpost. And I dense it. Dense it in. It looks smoking to that. Everything's <laughs> going crazy with this. So he threw it 30 meters. But it stopped at that. It was still going. Whoa. So this is like unbelievable. And the coach, I love the coach's eyes are just like, boom, they all get real <laughs> big. Again, very jokey. Even with the reactions and the, the whole deal with the shot put in the thing. You're like, okay. And he's like, all right, got to go teach. And so when he says that, they're like, okay, you can decide what you want to do. Again, gems. Suzaki mm-hmm. and Aguchi from the club. They realize at this point, I mean, this is a guy, and, and at one point, you even have the coach say, if you're on the team, we're going to defeat all of Japan. Take over the world. And I think that you end up having Suzaki and Aguchi. They realize that's kind of what you should be doing. I that's mean, this isn't calling. like, yeah, this isn't like you're like that or like this. I mean, this is something that you could be world famous. Mm-hmm. I mean, you could be an Olympian the way that this plays out. And yeah, coach just needs pooped his pants. He can't believe it. And this is like even beyond the idea that he said, we can take over Japan if you end up joining the track and field team. This is even above and beyond that. He is shocked. And Dory says, I'm, I'm still in the occult club. I don't want any of that. And they actually try to convince him and say, really? Like, you don't need to be around us. We're kind of nonsense. He's like, no, no, I really enjoy it. And also, and this is where you get the feels. He says, if I wasn't in the occult club, you wouldn't be able to do anything because you always get scared <laughs> and you need me to go. And he ends up saying he doesn't care about the occult. They do. And then he says, you get scared, Nibi, and you end up, I think it is, a Gucci's like, well, that's why we like it because it scares <laughs> the crap out of us. It made me giggle. Um, but he says, it's growing on me. I kind of like you guys. And, you know, we're friends. And I kind of like 
really what it is is he needs to leave at any time that he can because his grandfather's sick and he goes to see his grandfather at the hospital. So it is one of those things that seems like the track and field deal that would go past the time. And when we get to it, it gets even more so that he realizes you can tell that his grandfather does not have much time left. So he wants to spend time with him. Unfortunately, nobody else spends time with his dying grandfather. So he ends up going. And it's funny, too, because that's where you get the first cross of, you know, Itadori and Hushiguro. Because he starts running, bumps into him, and runs. But he's also like lightning. I love when he just runs. He just takes off, and he starts running. like like, he's faster than a car. Yeah, they're like, oh, my one guy, that was such a weird deal. (laughs) Like, he's like, what, is he a car? I'm like, (laughs) are you dumb or something? Get some glasses. But, yeah, he's so fast. But he also, in a way, again, if you read it a couple of times, you get the idea. He does. He's able to sense some of that cursed energy that he mm-hmm. is trying to locate. He's trying to locate this cursed object. And when they bump and whatnot, he ends up feeling the presence. He's got his spidey sense. Even at one point, he says, I feel the presence here, but I feel it away as well. It's weird. He's trying to figure it out. It makes sense at the end, but at the beginning, it is a little hard. It's more of that mystery again, built up. So when he runs by and with that, even though you're talking about cursed objects, I think the play here is is that we just saw Itadori do feats of strength and athleticism that normal kids won't do. So in no. my mind, I'm starting to think, even though we've seen little things, when I first read it, I thought that the cursed object was actually Itadori Him. or that he at least was some sort of supernatural demon of some sort. Mm-hmm. And that's what it's not that, though. We really don't get a lot of play. The idea that he is real athletic comes in at the end, but more of a survival thing in my mind. Also, it seems like he could leap up to a second floor and, and do a karate kick, which is pretty cool. But he ends up running off and everybody, oh, man, that's why they call him the doctor of West Junior High. Oh, my God, he's the greatest. He runs off to the hospital where his grandfather is. And this is where, in my mind, when I was first reading it, and hopefully a lot of people are, are joining in in first reading. This is where I started really liking it because you do settle down and get some feels. This is, it gets less goofy, more emotional here. Because he goes to see his grandfather in the hospital. I, I mean, we say that it still is a little bit goofy. Because it the is, grandpa, it is a little. he wants to be pretty cool when he <laughs> dies. He wants to be like, Yuji, I've got some last words. I want to tell you about your parents, Yuji. And we don't know a thing about the, his parents. So that would have been like a big... Game changer, but Yuji stops him right there. I don't care. And then his grandpa is really annoyed. He's like, "Just let me, let me have this one cool moment before I go, please." Uh, but Yuji's not having it. He's getting nice flowers. The grandpa's annoyed again. Why are you buying all them nice flowers? It's for the nurses. It so shows Yuji. that he's a nice guy, right? He's a nice guy. And he's the jet. funny thing is, when you first read this, did you think that the grandfather, every time he comes to see him? Acts like he's going to die that day and says those phrases. I really thought that that was the play. That he's like, he comes in and the grandfather's like, before you die, Very I have dramatic. to tell you, ah, come on, Greg. It doesn't really play out that way in this. <laughs> but I like where he ends up saying, the flowers aren't for you, they're for the nurses. You see, and I get like, again, I think that the character work here has the depth where you get the idea that, you know, Yuji's nice. Right. Mm-hmm. I also think that those flowers, because his grandfather's such a jerk sometimes, 
that he thinks that these nurses to deserve something special <laughs> for helping him because he even says like I'm I'm alone. It gets sad. He gives him pretty much the Uncle Ben speech, right? Oh, big time. And that's the thing as well. We learn like it all goes back to the club. You know why you do? You should be at the clubs. And then usually, usually doesn't say like Oh, I I want to be with you instead. He has the excuse. Oh, well, my club just finishes early, so I come here because I'm bored. So like he doesn't really want to sugarcoat it, but you can tell that he cares a lot about his cramps. And the crabs cares a lot about him. So then we do have the Uncle Ben moment. We do say, as as he's, you know, lying down and we don't see his face, you're a strong kid. So you got to help the people, even if they are jerks about it. And they don't expect the gratitudes because people are jerks, but you got to help the people. And what he says here, don't end up like me. Make sure when it's your time to go. You're surrounded by everybody else because he is just on his on his lonesome here. All he has is the flowers and Ida Dory. So don't end up like me. And then that's actually that's the last thing he says. Ida Dory goes, Grandpa, he's and dead. He's kicked the bucket. Oh jeez. You have Yuji who ends up being very calm about it. It's like boop, boop, boop. yeah, nurse, uh, my grandfather's dead. Oh. Now with that, there's uh, a subtle play here that I really like where when he comes in and his grandfather says, hey, listen, I got to tell you about your parents. And he's like, no, 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 stop that. I don't care. Obviously, something happened to him. Right? Mm-hmm. You get that. But they don't seem to be around. And then you kind of get that idea that his grandfather is maybe his only family that he has left. So you do have that. And the idea we want to know, like I, when you have that, it's just kind of thrown in and out. But, yeah, you're like, what about these parents? Like, That's a mystery. In itself. Why doesn't he know? About mm-hmm. that again, but again, kind of that play again of like a, a Spider-Man, kind of a Peter Parker deal, Ooh. where at points even he finds out different things and whatever. But still, even in this though, you end up kind of realizing that this is his only family. But it's a weird reaction. You do end up having an Dory. He's upset, at, but it's very nonchalant, like very you know, my grandfather's dead. Hey, my grandfather's dead. He's got to fill out the paperwork, but he does end up at one point. Saying, I mean, he's like almost like he's got problems that he's, ah, you know, my grandfather would have liked me laughing while I burn his body up, and they're like, oh my god, they did, they don't really like. Why are you saying that? But while that's all going on, all of a sudden from the shadows, I mean, really, the the shadows you end up having. Fushiguro comes in, who has trailed him there to chase this. Took him a while to catch up. I know that's the funny thing. It it did take him a while. It you know gave gave the idea of having that scene. He didn't want him busting in. But this is the thing. He has no idea who this guy is. Yuji's like, what what's going on? And he does end up introducing himself. And the idea that you don't know what jujitsu specialty high school is. But because it's in the name of the but you're like, Ooh. it must be something special. You know what I mean? Like you, you end up like, um, I don't know what that means, but it must be big. It must Ooh. be the big thing. And it kind of now it starts opening up where he explains it. I'll give it back to you. The idea that you do get, you know, Megumi Fishiguro says, sorry about this, but I have no time because you end up even having, you know, Yuji say, listen, my grandfather just died. I got it. It's like, I'm sorry about that, but I got to. Get some information. I got to ask you about it. He, he whips out his iPhone as I have you seen this. This is the cursed object that we were searching for earlier on in the thermometer shades. And then Itadori does have it. And he did. Yeah, he found it. And then uh, he gave it to his club members. Uh, and they would probably like an explanation if he had to give it back. And then this is where Fushiguro thinks, oh, I better bust out the Wikipedia page and drop some facts, drop the numbers. 
the average number of unexplained deaths and missing persons exceeds 10,000 annually. And this is all more about this cursed shenanigans. And basically, we find out that places like schools, places like hospitals. Yeah, I would think hospitals big time, too. Big yeah. time makes sense. And schools as well, because it says that this is where the emotions like pain, regret, and humiliation, the bad vibes, the bad vibes stick around in these places. And then they basically become strong enough that they develop their own curses. And the curses and the cursed energies, they all get developed into these buildings. And then you have things like the talismans, the cursed objects that are used to void off the other curses. This is the part where it gets a little like you have to read this a few times to kind of figure it out. You need a talisman that's cursed to ward off the curse. It's like poison for poison. But that brings in the curse and then when they get older and the problem is is this thing that you have Fushiguro going after what ends up being a finger we find out uh, that he's trying to get and he thinks right now actually that Itadori has it. This is one of those. It's getting old. The wrapping's around and it, you know it may end up falling apart and then that has problems and it's attracted other curses so he says hey do you have that and he goes oh yeah that box yeah here and hands the box to fushiguro problem is it's empty oh there is you know you even see the indent in there and he goes wait a second why isn't the cursed object in there i didn't want the box i wanted what was in there and then realizes that that cursed energy was lingering that's what he sensed that was the whole deal about the I sense it kind of here, but there as well. But he thought that, you know, Itadori had it. So he went and changed it. And he says, oh, I gave it to the guys and gals in the, you know, the occult club. Sasaki and Iguchi, they have it. They're going to do some nonsense with it Uh-oh. tonight. They're going to unwrap it and stuff. And that's when you end up, Fushiguro freaks out. Like, that's trouble. If they end up being able to unwrap it, they will die. Like, this isn't just like, oh, man, this is where it gets dark. I mean, you hit this point now. No jokes. No. You're there, boom, where now everything that led up to this, the idea of the occult club, hey, I'm in the occult club because I can leave at five to go see my grandfather. Yeah, that's cool. You end up having Suzaki and Aguchi who you don't even get the idea that they might even believe in this stuff. They get scared. They try to work themselves up even. They, they want the vibe. Like They know that it's going to be nothing, but they, they sneak into school. They have the candles. Fushiguru says if they do this, they will die. And that's where you do end up having everything hit because Yuji just was told by his dying grandfather to help people. These are kind of his only friends, mm-hmm. and he needs to get back there because, uh, again, at this moment, he does believe this. I mean, this isn't like he's like, ah, that's nonsense. Like, he actually is like, oh, crap, I got to get back there because that's what they're going to do. And so he takes off, and Fushigoro's going after him. Kind of keeps up this time. But when they go, like you said, in the club, they are trying to work themselves up, which makes me laugh because they don't <laughs> think this is real. They're like, you really think that? No, that's why we're here because you end up having a Gucci. Why are we here in the school? Well, because we can light the candles and get out the atmosphere. Yeah, and let's get the stuff off there. Let's unwrap. And you see it. And it's really well done. When you do see this finger, when they do, because all of a sudden it all just comes off. Mm-hmm. They're trying to unwrap. Boom, it falls off. This wrapping. It is just disgusting. It looks like it's been wrapped up for thousands of years. It's the gnarliest thing you've ever seen. It even has like a wart that looks like two skulls going on there. And it's, oh, it's disgusting. Kind of looks like my hands. But we'll oh, we get into that, right? Love it. So they end up seeing it. It's like, oh, my God, a human finger. 
They're freaking out. And then it goes horror manga. Yeah, Itadori isn't there to calm them down. And no. they, they already said that they get scared. They better get real scared because behind them, a hell door is opened up in the Uh-oh. ceiling. And it's coming through. So the idea of like, is it real? Oh, my God, they're scared. And the funny play is, too, up until this point, if you if you go back or while you're reading, every time they pretended that the occult was real, you'd get that shade. Like, they'd be in the shadows. Looking <laughs> like, But it was all a joke when they were talking to the president. It's guy. real now. Now it's real because they're like, oh, my God. And, yeah, you see... Just a Cthulhu a hellgate opening Eyeballs up. and mouths coming out. And so they're talking like, oh, do seals come up that easily? Oh, my God. As this is going on, you know big problems, right? Mm. Real big problems. But you end up having it, Adori. And Fushiguro, they're running to get there. And he's filling in. Fushiguro is still filling in the things about the objects, how they have to get there. They have to go quick. They realize when they get there that stuff is bad. When they get there, that there's a pressure around the school. You end up having even art-wise going. And he does think to himself, like, these are my friends. Like, even with the jokes or whatever, he says, I've only known them a couple months. And that even plays out the idea. We know that his grandfather probably got sick a couple months. Like, all that stuff's kind of cool. But he's on. But they are his friends. He realizes now. And also his grandfather said to help people. But you have Fushiguro say, you stay here. You can't get involved in this. This is bad stuff. And he goes off. Still, we don't know much about Fushiguru, right? No. We don't know what he does. You kind of get the idea with the, you know, jiu-jitsu. He's in jiu-jitsu school. He's doing something. And, and it, you do get the reveal of things. But when you go in, these monsters are, are horrific. <laughs> I mean, and, and they're not gory horrific at points. They're just crazy. I'm like, yeah, what would you call this one guy? Frog face goat boy? Harry. It, it's just really odd. Then you have a leg. It actually looks like the lamp from Christmas Story. He's all except leg. that it's got eyes and, and a mouth. It's disgusting. And yeah, you end up seeing like a Gucci R.I.P. dude. That was nice knowing you. He's got a face hugger on him. While that's going on, Sasaki seems to be okay. But you have this one frog horse guy. Why the long face? <laughs> they say no. He wants to know what time it is. What time is it? He, he, what is he? Flavor flavors? <laughs> He's like, hey, let's go. So that's going on as you have Kishigura go up, and then you see legitimately as some powers that there's something mm-hmm. different with him. And we do see like this, we just see it in action. So we don't get like the full play by play of what's actually going on here, but it sure does look cool because he says, he says, Leggy, you're in my way. I'm going to get rid of you. And then he does. The shadow puppets. I love the shadow <laughs> puppets that come to life. It's cool, though. It's very, he calls them divine dogs. We see the two of them coming up out of, like, out of some black goop shadows. And they basically go and chow down on this guy. It's pretty nifty. Uh, but in meanwhile, we have Eden Dory. He's shaken. So clearly, you know, he is scared by this situation. But he's thinking, why am I so scared? And what's going on? Am I scared to death? Not really, because he just dealt with it with his grandpa. And he's thinking about... How his grandpa's death and the death that he's facing here, what's going on? What's the big difference here? And what he can do to help. You remember his grandpa said to him, Uncle Ben, right before he, you know, went to the pearly gates, he said, you're a strong kid, so you got to help the people. So what is Itadori going to do in this situation? Meanwhile, Kushigero is with his divine dogs, handling business, taking out all the small fry. And then we see that frog dude got a got pretty big, Jim. Oh, geez. yeah, yeah. He looks like a big, like plushy pillow deal of of horror, but not cute. No, and Sasaki getting eaten and, and like going down, and also like a Gucci. 
R.I.P. Dude, I mean, he is hurting. Uh, what problem. I like too about this is as you go, because then you do end up having Itadori get involved. There's more to his grandfather's death as well, mm. where he starts thinking about death and thinks that, like, even when his grandfather said, "Come on, give me, you know, a solid here. Let me die on my own terms. Let me die saying something cool. Let me die." And he was able to give and be with his grandson, but also give him a little, you know, life advice or whatever. It wasn't a bad death. No, it wasn't a bad. And when he jumps in here, like, he doesn't think that his grandfather was afraid of dying. No. He didn't seem that he just ends up saying that dies. He doesn't like the idea that his friends in here, this is a bad death. Nobody wants to go out like this. No. All right, Pia Gucci. I mean, Jeez. he hardly knew you. Uh, but. Yeah, they're afraid. You're getting eaten by a mind. Like, that's an awful, awful death. So you throw that in as well as the with great power comes great responsibility mm-hmm. that he just doesn't want people to, to die in a bad way as well. He, I mean, this does look in my mind that it's like a second floor. It may not be. They went up some stairs. So he comes leaping through here and just karate kicks like he's Jean-Claude Van Damme Whoa. right in this big giant monster. And and that's pretty cool. The big play here, though, is that's not going to win the battle. And I like that. It's not like he just ends up and boom, we're done. He doesn't save the day that easy. Yeah, you don't have Fishiguro's like, oh, my God, you're so great. You're the best. Let's go off to school together or whatnot. There's trouble still. And even then, Fishiguro, I told you not to get involved. All these things going while this monster still. What time is it? Is it now? What time is it? Just going on and on, which makes it even creepier. <laughs> like these questions. But you go from there again because you end up having now, you know, this big attack. And you do end up seemingly saving at least Suzaki mm. here. Um, but that's not the end of it. It ain't that easy. And yes, it is a it is pretty cool move that he's able like while doing the kick, he's able to grab the pair of them, pull them out of the the, the gloopy monster and uh, and save them and make well, I don't know if Iguchi might be a lost yeah, cause in this I think case. That he's okay, but man, he looks they're, off. They're going right? to need the body for the funeral, so at least you know he does that. But uh, he's able to help them, and then we do see this is where we get a little bit more Fushigiro. He's able to handle things because Itadori he acts almost like we saw Izuku did in the My Hero. Uh, he acts on instinct. Like he got his trampoline out, he bounced up to the fourth <laughs> floor. And, and then like he was only it's only after that he's doing that and you know landed the kick that he goes oh that's actually a monster oh look at that curse that's pretty scary or Fushiguro, and he even gets the finger too as well that, that's uh part of the big deal when he, he grabs is able the to retrieve the finger that's yeah part he of gets the, that that's part of the same but fushigero because he's from jujitsu high school he's no stranger to these monster dealies so he's able to handle i i think he just does the the slap chop attack at an he was able to swipe it away. No, no bother to him. Uh, so he's able to handle things. But and he says, normally I'd be annoyed that you just jumped in on your pogo stick out of nowhere. But I, I actually appreciate the help there. Good job. Uh, and then we do see his divine dogs chowing down on the scary monster, and he's surprised that uh, Itadori can see. The curse because yeah, that's normally, the big deal. Yeah, that that seems like something because he's like, "Hey, what's up with them dogs?" There, yeah, you can see the shiki gabbies. There's a lot of stuff that's more subtle than usual, but it, mm-hmm. it plays out pretty good. It feels natural. The idea of it, it's just you have to kind of get caught up at points yeah. to to see what's going on. But I do like it. Mm. And then he's able to see. Oh well, you know, I haven't seen the ghost before. I'm not really scared, and that's why Fushigiro he's surprised. He's like, "Oh, what's going on? What's going on?" And apparently, Itadori says. People actually die, which is really deep from him. 
But this is where we get, like, this is his whole kind of mentality after Gramps passed. And this is part of the Uncle Ben, you know, like the great power, great responsibility, the honorable death, the the nice death. The least he can do for the people that he knows, his friends, they all have to die someday. But he wants to make sure that they all have a nice death, like Gramps, maybe, you know, with some flowers. I don't know. But uh, he wants to make sure that they go out okay and not by scary, evil monsters. So Fushigiro, he kind of understands that. He gets that. Uh, but more importantly, they have retrieved this spooky, gnarly-looking finger, which is apparently special-grade cursed object Ryomen Sukuna. So we remember that from the chapter title. So there's something going on here. This is pretty important. Uh, and Iridori obviously doesn't know what it is, but... Fushigiro, like, it doesn't matter, just hand it over. But before he can hand it over, something's going to hand into Itadori because we see some gloopy monster reaching down. And this is where we see perhaps a gem moment for Fushigiro here. Oh, my goodness. Because before even the dogs can get in, uh, he pushes, slams Itadori away, tells him to run. And then it looks like he just gets crushed by R.I.P. Fushigero here. I oh, jeez. And when the, it's kind of a cool deal when the hand comes, it's like morphing out of the ceiling. Nightmare on Elm Street actually had that. It was kind of cool. And, and a horror movie kind of way. Oh, big Yeah, I, I thought that Fushigero was dead. Like, he, it looks like he's done. But yeah, we do see. Uh, now, I don't know if this is the same dude again. This looks like the dude that was hanging out on the golf. Yeah, it does. The, the rugby. I think uh, it is the post. same. Yeah. So, uh, but like leveled up, like he looks gnarly here, uh, and he has grabbed onto Fushigiro. Fushigiro doing more weird shadow puppet hand signs from into gang side nonsense here, but uh, he doesn't even get to do that because this guy, and this is where it gets a little bit tricky to follow, but uh, he slams Fushigiro against the wall, and it is like bloody, like wham, he is in pain. He's I mean, I, again, I thought he was dead. Also, I thought he started a new West Coast, East Coast rap war. <laughs> he's pulling something. Like, he's taking a lot of damage. So mm. there is something more about him. Even with, like Shadow Puppets, Shadow Puppets, there's something more in that. When he gets slammed, the Shadow Puppets, you know, the, the Shadow Dogs, the Shikigami, as he said, they start melting away. Oh. Which that kind of gives you that idea, uh-oh, things are, are bad. I mm-hmm. mean, what's going to happen? And like you said, it does get a little bit wonky where they go and they blast out of the the deal. They blast out of the school. They land out on like a roof. He looks like he's completely out of it. And then boom, he pops up and he's good. But he says, I can't think straight. He's got a concussion. Yeah, I mean, he's in concussion protocol, definitely. And that's where you end up then having Itadori comes out of nowhere and starts beating up this monster again but you end up having Fushiguro like I told you to run you, you gotta run this is bad this is all going on and all of this of you know how is this gonna go how are we gonna beat this because it is something really really bad and you do have Itadori he's trying he's really you know doing pretty good we're mm-hmm. just some kid or whatever but yeah he's there and we do end up seeing Gucci who looks like he might recover but I don't know He's never going to be the same, right? I don't know. He's, he's in big trouble. But the big thing is a couple things said then. When Fushiguro says, listen, you got to run. The only thing that can beat a curse and exercise it is another curse. Another he kind of set that up earlier. The poison defeating poison. And this is like the one plus one equals two here. Then you end up having Itadori say, what is it doing? What is it trying to do here? Why is it going... Oh, it's trying to get that finger. It's trying to get that sacred, you know, cursed object. 
It wants to eat it so that it can power up. If that happens, we're in big trouble. I, I, I'm telling you, Itadori jumps to the deal, which I never would have jumped Plan to, right? Plan before we... Plus from, one equals 80. 12 million. Because he goes, okay. And in his mind, he's like, it's trying to eat this because it's a cursed up and it'll upgrade him. So, eh, what the heck? He eats it. I'm going to eat it too. It's so crazy and it's so disgusting. Oh, I can't believe he actually I would hope it. that he'd be able. I almost gagged actually just now because I'd hope he'd swallow this whole at least. Oh, not he try better to not chew, chew on it because then you get the taste. He's got some barbecue sauce. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's like now it's hot wings. Now we get a bit of food wars action going And on. you end up where Fushiguro freaks out. And what I like about this, again, we talked about it kind of. You know, being a, a tougher chapter to get into right away uh, for the first bit, but it does play out well, especially if you read it a couple of times, because it's not holding your hand. And when the only time is when you said at that one point, Fishiguro is going to give you a little Wikipedia deal, just give yeah. you info. But in this, you could have had like, oh, no, if you eat that, this, 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 this and this happens. And then I'll have to do that. Like. He ends up just like, oh, my God, you're going to die. <laughs> Fushiguro, he's just thinking, like, nobody, this is bad news, but there's one really, really tiny chance that something crazy is going to happen. I love the play here because the idea is that's a special grade cursed object, a lethal poison. He'll die for sure. But there's a chance one in a million. And you're thinking to yourself, one in a million chance that he'll be able to not die and it'll be great. It'll be the Actually, the one in a million is worse. That's like one in a million that we're even more screwed. Yeah, that's what I love about it. Because you really, the play here is one in a million chance that this will save the day and we'll be all great and we'll high five, whatever. No, no, no. The one in a million chances that really crap is hitting the fan and that happens. And so you want to be happy like, oh, my God, it, it happened. He's special. Oh, no, because now it's bad because you see he clobbers. That cursed monster. I mean, he hits it so hard that it, half the monster's face is left and the jaw, the bottom jaw, that's still hanging around. Oh, it's so bad, but it looks great. I mean, it, it is great. So then you kind of see him, and yeah, his hand is kind of turned into what looked like what he just ate, that finger. And then his face starts turning, and all of a sudden, he's a, he's a monster. So again, that was the one in a million chance that he's going to be cursed and it's going to be, going to be more powerful. He's going to be a monster. And that's awful. And he's like, oh, my God. Now, with that, things get like there's I don't even know what chance the next thing is, because I don't think there ever was a chance because all of a sudden he is now a possessed monster. Mm-hmm. You can kind of make the play because, like I said, his fingers were kind of like that. But when he starts looking around, he's like. Where are the women and children? Where are the little girls? He's like yelling and screaming. He wants to eat things and whatnot. Oh, man, I've been gone for so long. It's a really cool play. That It's confusing a bit, but it's cool. Like, I've been gone for so long. This is going to be great. This world seems awesome. I'm going to go. It's going to be a massacre. It's funny, too, because when he's saying that and he puts up his hands, he's got like one demon hand, one yeah, regular. Like two face. All of a sudden, he stops. And I thought that was going to be the cliffhanger. We have two more pages still because he stops and kind of grabs himself by the neck. All of a sudden, you get that fight back and forth between, mm-hmm. and you realize that Itadori is still in there trying to fight back when you're not supposed to be able to. This is something that doesn't seem like it's this ever but never like happened before. There is no one in any sort of deal. This has never happened. You even have Fushiguro, who at this point is freaking out like, oh, God, I got to take care of this. One. And yeah, you have this deal, and it even mentions Two-Face. So it's a funny little DC Comics mm-hmm. deal and ends up like, 
oh my god i think i can suppress this i think i can do this and then you end up you know don't move you're no longer human and this is fushiguro telling him and he's like what he's like under regulations of jujitsu yuji itadori as a curse i will exercise you so you end up at the end where you're like oh no he's the demon hunter the curse hunter now he's gonna have to kill our main character which is crazy and it's funny too because as we're doing these you kind of end very similar to the end of chainsaw man Mm. it just you get there in a different kind of way and chainsaw man it's all about the feels and trying to you know get to be a better thing in life and it's almost like a happy ending for chainsaw man whereas this is like a bad to worse ending exactly and and what i like about it is like in chainsaw man it starts off with you know having to do something that you don't really want to do to try to get but but in this you have fully itadori who's really going out of his way to save people he really wants people to die in a better way and all this and really comes back at him here and it, it kind of sucks as you end it you're like oh man uh and even with that again you're reading this manga you just read the first chapter Who's to say, because we've had some weird, wonky things, who's to say that Itadori's the main character at the end here? You know what I mean? Could be Fushiguro for all we know. Yeah, you could have the next chapter where you just end up having Fushiguro kills. Like, you are led like, oh my god, what's the deal? I gotta Mm -hmm. read this. And it really does. Even with it being a little bit confusing as a start, and you have to kind of read it a couple times, boy, by the end, you really need to read the next chapter. And then we have that hook by the end. Like, you are invested. I like the idea at the end. Like, again, it's called Jujutsu Kaisen. And at the end, you, you really don't understand, like, anything going on yet. They're eating the fingers. What's going on? Right now, what is we see Jujutsu High School? We get mention of this name kind of curse deal. We'll find out what that is. You can kind of maybe figure it out ahead you of time. You have, like, the inkling. You know a little bit about the curse. and But there's so much going on. You know, you have cursed spirits, shikigabis. So all of that is very compelling to figure yeah, out what's going on. It's really cool. And I really do like it. That's why I really, really enjoyed the first chapter when I ended up. But as an aside, something like a My Hero mm-hmm. or a Chainsaw Man, that even though this, like we said, it has the hook, the hook for me was more of like the feels, even though you get this, but like a chainsaw man and stuff like that, that we'll talk about when we talk about that too. Mm. And then eventually I got back to this and whatnot, but I do really like it. I mean, it is yeah, top notch. I feel like it, it, it's solid, but it's trying to do a lot of different things. Like you always have a different type of manga. Like it feels like straight up gag manga at the start. And it's good to get a, a feel for the characters and you get like, you know, the, Itadori friends and all that, and that's gonna that comes back later in a big way. But so much of the book is dedicated to that, so that when you actually get, you have that clunky bit with Fushigiro when he's explaining the Wikipedia articles, and like that's the, that's when it gets clunky because there's just so much that you have to squeeze into that first chapter. It all works by the end, like by the end you're invested, but it me it makes for a chapter that you kind of have to read a few times to figure out what's going completely and again when you end up going forward and you start reading chapter chapter, chapter it just builds then it's you end clicking. up realizing then you're like holy crap this is awesome but at this point you're more playing on the intrigue and the mystery to get mm-hmm. people to go forward when eventually once that is revealed you realize oh my god i'm glad that i read for it i'm glad that i i stuck with this and kept going and still this is a great chapter it's a really mm-hmm. good first chapter i think the art's great it'll get a little wonky at some points but really good and so 
Yeah, it's really good. I mean, it's what else solid. can I say? It's, you it's can solid. see, uh, reading this, and then obviously now it's a household name. Oh, yeah. It's got the movies, but you can see, like, right from the start, there was the foundation. Not a foundation of Sanjim. This was something solid, solid that you could build on. If you end up reading this, and you're like, well, I, you, you have to give it a couple chapters. It's not, yeah. I'm telling you, my hero, you read that, and that's like the universal deal. That's why it became such a sensation, because that first chapter, you could even just Read that and be like, man, that's awesome. Go, yeah. So, with all of that, yeah, I'm glad that we picked this one as one of the reading clubs. I hope that some people jumping in are enjoying this and maybe listening to all the shows. That'd be great, right? But also, just to remind everybody at the end here to go over to Twitter at Weird Manga. Follow us, we'll follow you back, and then go to our Patreon, patreon.com slash weird science to help us out for everything that we put here on the regular feed a show a day a day a show you know what they say but also get a ton of other stuff including possibly a picks of the week show but really the early access to the manga monday a lot of bangers on that i hear and also early access to all these reading clubs so that is it for this one and again we mentioned it before if you're listening to the others first chapters are always oversized and so this will probably be one of the longest episodes that we'll even have as we go forward in this. So just so people realize that they will be a little bit of like nuggets later at points because you do Bite end size. up getting less and less page count. And we'll have fun with that. And that means you can listen to more and more. So there we'll be doing that. So I hope everybody's enjoying it. Let us know. Go to the Twitter. Send us. I'll even say. We have our email, weirdsciencemanga at gmail.com. You can email us about any of the shows or just in general. So we'll talk to everybody, and that's what we like to do. But that's it. Thank you, Luke. Thanks, everybody, for listening. And we will talk to you later. You are all weirdos. Weird science is the revolution. Weird science is the revolution. Weird science is the revolution.